Season 2, Episode 11. It's the hero's journey of comics. Is this the adventure you've planned for me? Braving the winding road of geekdom. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. Sharing our advice. He believed that his example could inspire. People need dramatic examples to shake them out of apathy. And exposing our mistakes. This is all going to end badly. Everybody has an agenda. Welcome to the Show Me Comicast. Welcome to the Show Me Comicast. I'm Jordan Taylor, writer for ShowMeComics.com, where I write blogs and I also write comic book scripts that are turned into comics. And guess what? I'm the only one here today. Uh, there's a couple reasons for that. Uh, it's springtime. It's a time for, you know, baby bunnies and baby lambs and baby bees to be flying around and also baby Sam Richardson's. Yes, that's right. Our artist who, uh, you know, does all the illustrations for our graphic novels and designs for uh, various, you know, posters and promotions that we have. Sam is uh, having a new baby. And as a result, he is really, really busy, uh, as you can po- can imagine. When it comes to a new baby, there's all sorts of things to do. And then I want to talk about Tim. Deathly, deathly sick. A 278 degree fever. Uh, flesh starting to fall off of his bones. Um, hopefully it's not Ebola or anything like that, but we have taken precautions. We've emptied everything out of his house, burned it, including his Velveteen Rabbit. We, we burned the heck out of that. Um, so I'm left all alone, but I'm kind of glad because I had an idea for an episode that I wanted to do, and this kind of gives me a good excuse to do it. What I want to talk about today is... How do you approach writing for kids? So a lot of comics, you know, they are laughed at by the intellectual elite saying, they're just funny books, oh, they're for kids, you know. Superman, Spider-Man, superheroes in general, uh, that's just a bunch of kid stuff. And, you know, on one hand they're right, um, but it's a lot deeper than that, especially as the kids that grew up with those characters wanted more adult stories with them. Uh, but comics really should still be accessible for kids. If not, uh, you know, I think you're going to see it kind of fizzle out because you won't be growing those people. The kids are going to turn, uh, to, you know, the TV or video games or things like that to, you know, get their flights of fancy instead of comic books, and that would be uh, detrimental for the entire industry. So I think it's important to think about comics for kids. Now, I've never particularly written a comic for kids, so this, you know, kind of interested me as a topic as somewhere that I can have a jumping-off point and start thinking, well, how do I go about doing this? And when I was thinking about writing for comics, uh, when it comes to kids' comics... I thought of something really funny, which was a story that I heard about how the whole Marvel Secret Wars 
came about. Now, this is a big event, you know, famous in the history of Marvel Comics, Marvel Secret Wars. And I remember listening to Marvel The Untold Story uh, on an audiobook from audible.com, of which you could go and get a free copy if you go to audibletrial.com slash showmecomics and sign up for free. But I was listening to this book, and they talked about how the reason that Marvel's event named Secret Wars, and also the story behind it kind of all came out of marketing research that a toy company did that said uh, two, the two top words that little boys responded to were secrets and wars. And so Marvel's like, let's just mash those two together. There's our story. And it sounds, you know, kind of like an idiotic thing to do. But when you think about any story that you write, you get your idea from somewhere. It could be the mashing of two words. It could be, you know, just looking at a picture of something. It could be an anecdote that launches you off a creative path. Um, But a lot of people will probably, you know, get down on Secret Wars uh, at just mashing two words together. But it reminded me of something that uh, I read about William Goldman who wrote The Princess Bride. Now, if you haven't seen the movie Princess Bride or read the book or anything like that, it's a very, very good work. It's not, you know, full of things that people can easily attack like Marvel Secret Wars. But I'd like to read you uh, an excerpt from what William Goldman said was the impetus for him writing that story. So I'm quoting directly from William Goldman right now. Quote, here is how the novel The Princess Bride happened. I loved telling stories to my daughters. When they were small, I would go into their room and stories would just be there. Anyone who knows me knows that I can't think much of what I do is very terrific, but my God, I was wonderful those early evenings. Stuff just came. I knew that because the girls would sneak out and tell their mother, and she would say to me, Write it down! Write it down! And I told her I didn't need to. I was on such a hot streak. I knew I'd remember. All gone, of course. And of all the stuff I've done over almost 40 years of storytelling, more than anything I wish I had those moments back. Doesn't matter, really. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. At any rate, I was on my way to Magic Town around 1970, And I said to them both, to Jenny, then seven, and Susanna, then four, I'll write you a story. What do you most want it to be about? And one of them said, princesses. And the other one said, brides. Then that will be the title, I told them. And so it has remained. And there you have it, folks. And he basically started telling the story directly to them and writing it for them, uh, his own kids. And it turned out to be a, you know, a very popular film and an enduring cult classic of a story. Uh, all the impetus was, was mashing two words together, princess and bride, just like secret and wars. So, uh, what I'm trying to get at here is when you're writing a story for, children, whether that's a kid's comic or any other kind of, you know, writing that you want to do, why not go directly to the source and find out 
what kind of gets their blood flowing when it comes to, you know, the things that kids find exciting. So as I thought about the Marvel Secret Wars thing and William Goldman's experience creating the Princess Bride, I thought, hey, if I'm interested about the possibility of writing kids' comics, why not go directly to the source? And so the result is I have two very special guests today. And why wait? Without further ado, let's get into the first interview with my first guest. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have my first guest with me just came into the studio. Her name is Heidi Taylor, and she is a whopping four years old. But we're looking forward to getting into uh, what makes her tick. So first of all, please introduce yourself for posterity. Who are you? I'm Heidi Aurora Taylor. Heidi Aurora Taylor. And what do you do all, you know, like what do you do all day? What's your day consist of? Well, I also ride on my bikes and then I just fall a little bit, but then I just play my favorite game of Lego Souvenirs. Lego Superheroes? All right. So I think we're already on the right track, and that's a pretty good segue, the fact that she likes superheroes and Legos, to ask, well, do you like comic books? I like Teen Titans Go. You like Teen Titans Go? Uh, Well, that's my next question was, what comic books do you have? I have Teen Titans Go, but I lost one. All right. Well, what other comics do you have? I have... Teen Titans Go and Spongebob and Adventure Time. And which one is your favorite? Spongebob. You like Spongebob better than Teen Titans? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so why? Why do you like Spongebob so much? Because it's very funny. And what what makes it funny? Like, Spongebob takes on his... puts on his shoes and then he... He ties both knots on the ropes. He ties his shoe together and then falls? Mm Mm-hmm. And you think it's funny when people get hurt? Mm Mm-mm. What about in comic books? Is it funny when people get hurt? Well, yes. Okay, so what if we're talking about, uh, you know, people in Metropolis, buildings falling down in, like, uh, you know, Man of Steel. Is, Is that funny? Yes. Yes. All right. Well, there's a lot of critics that would disagree with you, but uh, you heard another take on The Man of Steel right here from Heidi Taylor. She says it was a huge comedic value to see those buildings fall down. So I guess uh, General Zod, you know, gets a positive note. All right. So on, uh, we're going to carry on a little bit. When it comes to other media that's, uh, you know, perhaps just in the geek world or... Uh, you know, is influenced by comics, or comics has influenced it. Well, I have a question to ask. Oh, you have a question to ask me? All right, go ahead. Well, how do you work that when you hear what you're talking about when you're finished? Is this a podcast question? Well. Yes or no? Is this a podcast question, yes or no? Yes. Well, usually you just talk into some kind of microphone, Uh, You can use devices that have a microphone built in. And then there's a little magic gnome inside 
that has a really tiny pin and a really tiny scroll, and he has to drink tons of coffee to be able to be all jacked up and wired and able to ride as fast as we talk. But he lives in there. Do you believe that? Yes. Then you're a fool. What do you think of that? Well, you're a fool. Oh, okay. Well, we both agree we're fools. So we're foolish enough to like other media um, in the in kind of the geek world. So what is would you say your favorite TV show is? Um... My favorite show is PBS Kids. Well, on PBS Kids, which particular PBS Kids show is your favorite? Pokio. Pokio? What's so great about Pokio? Like, the movie is called, when, when, when Pokio sings, the, the bar winds up, and then when he sings louder, it wins, and then Quack was on it, and then he sang it, and then he bounced all around the place. So you mentioned two different characters, uh, Pokio, who's a toddler, and Quack, who is a duck. What other characters are on that show? Ellie the elephant and Sleepy Bird the bird who always lazy. Very lazy. So these uh, characters who are very different than each other, would you say conflict arises because of the different character types on that show? Yes. Is that what makes it intriguing to you? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, well, moving on from TV shows, now that we know that you like character-driven dramas, what's your favorite movie? My favorite movie is Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim? I really like that movie, too. Why is that your favorite movie? Because they battle stuff, like the zombies and the, the creatures in the water. Zombies and creatures in the water? And how did they win? They used the sword and just got out and then cut their arms and legs and cut the half of them. Cut them in half? Were there any bombs or guns or anything? There were only swords, but then the guns and the football checks. All right. Well, you heard it here. She really likes Pacific Rim. And the last thing I'm going to ask you about what you like is uh, games. What's your favorite game? Well, I clicked the enter button, and then it shows me the zombie game. You're, you play zombie games? This is news to me. We're going to have to have a talk after this, young lady. So tell me more about the zombie game. Well, the lady has zombies in her house, so she has guns and bombs and um, other stuff. Oh, is this on the computer or on the Wii? The Wii. Oh, I know. Just click the button, and then it shows you all around. I think I know what you're talking about. I forgot the name of that game, but it's a demo. So you really like seeing zombies get blown apart and smashed into bits? Yes, but there's a game where it says the guy was an alien, so the guy flew down and then it was, and then he put a skeleton head and then some a few skeleton exits. That sign means he's bad. Mm, so you're into the macabre. It sounds like you're very macabre. And then the the zombie game where the lady shoots her zombie. The lady shoots zombies. They're coming from the portal in the sky. 
Have you ever thought that zombies should be considered equal citizens? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, even if they eat people? Um, no, but they also just fight, and then she was giving him a surprise. He just put that bomb in his stomach, and then he blew it up. Blew up. Blew up. Okay, so you heard that, um, you know, from a four-year-old girl, she really is into zombies. So uh, I think I could introduce you to a comic called The Walking Dead. Have you heard of that? No. All right, sounds like you've got room to grow then. Um, So we're going to move on away from the stuff that you like, uh, that you've been a passive participant in. And I'd like to ask you some questions based on creativity. Uh, If you could make your own superhero... And what would what would they be like? They'll be like this the guy where they open the stuff like R two D and C P three O and the zombie. They dress up into hats and then they show what the, and then the camera show what they look like and then they let them in the zombie print. So would this be a zombie fighter or the person would be a zombie? The zombie fighter, but the person would be the person, but I know who I like. The lady where she shoots the guns. So, what I've got your superhero is a lady who is also a robot with a, hold on, with a hat who shoots guns and kills zombies. Is that right? Yes, but she's named... I forgot her name. You can make one up right now. Princess Leia. I think that one's already taken. You're going to have to make it Princess something else. Okay, so let's see. Princess Gun Shooter. Princess Gun Shooter? All right, sounds good. Princess Gunshooter, the robot who kills zombies and wears a hat. All right, so who would the bad guy be other than zombies? Who Who's the bad person that uh, Princess Gunshooter fights? Well, let's see. The bad guy who wears a black suit. Let's see. Oh. I remember the guy who wears has brown fur. So black suit and brown fur. And what is the bad guy's power? Um, he just puts the torch in and the guys just change and the guys who are getting tortured just give them the power to the other guy. So the bad guy tortures other people and steals their powers? And then they just remove it, and so they won't steal the other person's power. This sounds like a pretty sinister bad guy. Black suit, brown fur, tortures people to get their powers. I think you've come up with quite the character there, Heidi. What's the bad guy's name? CP Bad Guy Definition. <laughs> CP Bad Guy Definition? All right. Might have to come up with an abbreviation for that to make it catchy. Uh, And how would 
uh, the lady gun or princess gun shooter defeat this bad guy? She shoots a lot of bullets, but she runs out. But she has a bullet pocket. A bullet pocket, like maybe an extra robotic compartment that contains a specific reserve. Let me tell you something. She's not a robot. She's a human. Oh, she's not a robot. Oh, sorry. I thought she had like an R2-D2 part that opened up was what you said. Well, that wasn't really what I was talking about. I was was about to ask you that. Oh, so you're in the editing phase of your writing process right now. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Okay. Well, I like it. Heidi, I would just like to tell you thank you very much for being here and taking the time uh, to talk to us. And I would like to ask you, what's your favorite website? My website is Magic Treehouse. You like Magic Treehouse? What about uh, ShowMeComics.com? Have you ever heard of that? No. You've never heard of ShowMeComics.com? No. Not even associated with this podcast? Well, I heard the song, but then I, I heard you talk on the computer last time. Would you recommend other people hear me talk on the computer? Yes, but I just typed in... What you do, I was like this, like typing in your website, like the Show Me Comic Cast. What? You heard it right there, folks. Just go to Google, type in Show Me Comic Cast, and keep on listening. Thank you again, Heidi, very much for being here. I'm going to ask you something. Oh, you have a question for me? Yes. Okay, go ahead. How did you put that stuff on, but then you just went to your work and then you just made up the sounds and then the zo- you were like, ah! And then the zombie movie. Oh, how did I get my voice on the computer? Yes. I just talked into a microphone and it recorded a digital file and then people click on it and they can listen. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. Well, thank you very much again for your time, Heidi. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Okay, so now it's time to interview my second guest. Coming all the way from his bedroom, Conan Taylor. Son, please introduce yourself for posterity. Who are you? I'm Conan Taylor. I help someone be be very nice, and I'm my sister. You're nice to your sister? Yes. It's a good way to describe who you are. Uh, what do you do? How do you spend your day every day? I be good and I draw some drawings every day. But I'm a good drawer and I practice not to scribble. Sounds like we have ourselves a future comic book artist here. All right, so speaking of comic books, you like that segue, son? Yes, I do. I really do. Do you like comic books? Yes, I do really do. I like comic books. So what comic books do you have? Mega Man and the Hulk. Anything else? That's all. That's all? What about Sonic? Yes, I have Sonic comics and every Sonic comics. What about Adventure Time? Yes, I do have Adventure Time comics. So we see that your memory has lapsed a little bit. Can you think of any other comics you might have that you forgot? Like Magic and 
Dungeons and Dragons. Ooh, very cool. All right, so out of those comic books, which one is your favorite? Dungeons and Dragons. And why is Dungeons and Dragons your favorite? Because I like dragons and dungeons and castles. That's a pretty good reason to like Dungeons and Dragons, because you like dragons and dungeons. I love it. So what about dragons do you particularly like? Silver, white, red, and colored dragons. So those are the color of dragons that you like? Who do you think would win in a fight of a silver dragon versus a red dragon? I hope it's the red dragon. Do you have something against silver? Are you an anti-silverist? I kind of like silver, but I kind of like red the most. So you're a red supremacist? Yes. All right. Well, you heard it there. I can't. He can't take it back now. All right, so... What about other media when it comes to what influences the comic books or vice versa, comic books influencing, you know, the mainstream media? What kind of TV shows do you like? I like Star Wars and Sonic. Anything else? And Woody the Woodpecker. Woody the Woodpecker. All right, those are very different tastes. So let's get, let's dig in a little bit deeper on Woody the Woodpecker. Why do you like Woody? Because he's always funny. What does he do that makes him funny? He tells lies, and but he's not telling lies. He didn't tell any lies before he. Because he's just being funny. Oh, so it doesn't really classify as a lie because it's more of a trick. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. And what usually happens to the people he's tricking? Like, the people are Wally, Dr. Nuts, and Wayne Woodpecker. That's all. What happens to them when Woody tricks them? They kind of laugh, but I need to something after Dad speaks on the phone. Okay, do they ever get mad when Woody tricks them? Yes, and there Woody has 1,002 knock-knock jokes. That's a lot of knock-knock jokes. All right, well, let's move on to how about movies. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie is The Hobbit. The Hobbit? I really like The Hobbit, too. As in The Hobbit also, not The Hobbit Desolation of Smog, which I also like, too. Why do you like The Hobbit? Because it has swords and it has a magic wizard, and it's very neat. What's the magic wizard's name? Gandalf. And what's The Hobbit's name? Bilbo Baggins. Very good. You're ready for some Hobbit trivia. All right, so let's move on to the last type of media um, that I want your opinion on. How about games? What are your favorite games? 
like desert games and stuff like that, and Sonic Colors and Mario Galaxy. I just don't know. I just like all the games. Well, you heard it. It's a, a typical or a quintessential kid answer, I would think, is that he likes all the games. Who wouldn't? <laughs> um, so what about games that aren't video games? Like Pokemon cards. And why do you like Pokemon cards? Because I want to be the number one Pokemon master. So it's a competitive nature of the game that you find particularly interesting? Yes, I do. It is interesting. Do you like the artwork on the cards? Yes, I do. I really do. What is your favorite Pokemon? Pikachu. Pika, Pika, Chew. <laughs> yes, I like Pikachu a lot. <laughs> and what kind of powers does Pikachu have? Lightning bolts. Are those pretty powerful and dangerous? Yes, indeed. So you're telling me I probably shouldn't go swimming with Pikachu? Yes. Yes, you shouldn't. Uh, Yes, I shouldn't. Okay, great. So the last thing I want to wrap this up with is just tapping into your creative side. If you could make your own superhero, what would they be like? Like... Superman and Batman. Yes, I I know you like Superman and Batman, but if you could make your own superhero that's just anything you want it to be, what would that superhero be like? Sonic is one of the heroes. So they'd be like Sonic? Would it be an animal or would it be something different? Would you rather Sonic... I know Sonic's a hedgehog, so what if you're making a new superhero that can't be like any other superhero? What powers would they have? Magic and lightning bolts and fire and karate. Magic, lightning bolts, fire, and karate. Those are four excellent skills. What would the superhero's name be? Gandalf. No, Gandalf's already taken, so so that you don't get in copyright infringement. Think, what other name? If you made one up, what would it be? You, it can be Super Dad. Super Dad? All right, you heard that. Super Dad with magic, lightning, fire, and karate. Look for that on a store shelf coming soon. And who would the bad guy who fights Super Dad be? Lava Man. Lava Man? One Lava Man or multiple Lava Men? Lava King. Lava King. And what is Lava King's power? Water and... And the only thing he has is with tornadoes power. So the Lava King has water power and a leaf tornado power. Um, Why do they call him Lava King? 
Because he lives in a cave full of fire. Oh, that's just where he lives. So he's a water and a leaf guy, but lives in fire, right? Yes. All right. So, um, and how would Super Dad beat Lava King? With his karate. Oh, with his karate. So he just keeps the magic and the fire and the lightning in his back pocket, and he just busts out the karate skills, huh? Yes, indeed. How would he deal with Lava King's leaf tornado? He, he, will, he only has um, ten leaves and one tornado. So it's kind of a one-shot deal is what you're saying? Yes. One and done. Yes, it is. Yes, indeed. Well, Conan, we thank you very much for your time today being on the Show Me Comics cast. And I was just wondering if before you leave, you could tell everybody what your favorite website is. My favorite website is www.pokemon.com. You were supposed to say Show Me Comics. That's it. Go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, thank you. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. And bye. So those were two really great interviews. I I love talking to those characters, and trust me, they are characters because I have to live with them 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But now I think that, you know, brings us on to time for forced reps. Let's say you train your biceps. Blood is rushing into your muscles, and that's what we call the pump. Your muscles get a really tight feeling, like your skin is going to explode any minute. You know, it's really tight. It's like somebody blowing air into into your muscle. It just blows up, and it feels different. It feels fantastic. So I think forced reps will be pretty easy to hand out this week. Your assignment. What I would like to do is you heard some of the characters uh, that our guests our interviewees came up with they came up with two superheroes and two supervillains what I would like for you to do if you're a writer for your forest rep come up with the background story of this character you pick any of the ones my kids came up with you can make it kid friendly you can make it not kid friendly doesn't matter just use that as kind of your jumping off point and see where a child's idea can take you and then on the art side of things, you know, f- follow that same thing. I would like to see a character design of one of those four characters, either, uh, you know, one of the two superheroes or the supervillain. And as I said, with the writing force strep, doesn't necessarily have to be four kids, but just see what that idea, something that just, you know, children's imaginations are so vivid and brilliant and fast-paced. Use that as an excellent jumping off point to design a crazy looking character. Hope to, you know, read what you guys come up with or see the visuals. Till next time, on behalf of myself, Conan, and Heidi, and Sam, and Sam's new baby, and Tim, and Tim's, you know, bacteria or viruses that are in his body attacking him, I just want to thank you for listening today and for more. Follow us on Twitter, at Show Me Comics. Also check us out on Facebook, Hafu Graphic Novel. And go to our website, www.showmecomics.com. 
You know, send us a message, drop us a comment, or pick up your copy of Hafu, only $9.99 plus shipping and handling. And we will see you next week.